This is To The Max Podcast, sponsored by Ignite. To The Max is designed for those of you who desire to become a higher expression of yourself. You will learn, laugh, and listen to information that will stretch you from center to circumference. I am your host, Dario Melton. Everything in creation has been designed to grow to its fullest potential. God is in the business of maximizing. You are the highest expression of his creation. It's time for you to go to the max. There is greatness inside of you. To walk with God is to walk with the maximizer. Every step on the journey, the maximizer is making you greater and stronger. He is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that you can imagine according to the power that is at work in you. God is in the business of taking you to the max. Well, good morning. This is another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is To The Max, brought to you by Ignite. I hope you got up this morning with your spirit ready to take on the day. That today is a day that you have never experienced before. And since you have never experienced this day before, you ought to know that this day is going to be different. You get to choose today what type of day you will have. You get to make up in your spirit and in your mind that I'm going to choose joy in spite of what happens today. In spite of what the world throws at me today, in spite of what life throws at me today, I made up in my mind that this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. In other words, joy then is a choice that I choose to be happy regardless of my circumstances, regardless of what happens today, regardless what is thrown at me today. I choose how I'm going to respond or how I'm going to react to that which happened to me today. If I walk into the place of business, if I walk inside of the school, if I walk inside of the organization, if I walk in there with a posture of joy already, that means I am determined regardless of how I'm received Regardless of how I may not be received, I'm choosing to enjoy the day that God has given me because the air I breathe today, I'll never breathe again. The experience I have today, I will never have again. The conversation I have today, I will never have it again. Yes, they may sound familiar, but they won't be at the same cadence. It won't be with the same level of energy. It won't be with the same um, oxygen. It will not be with the same attitude. They may, things may seem sim- similar or familiar. But the day that you experience today is like no other day that you've experienced in your life up to now. So I say to you today, my brother, my sister, choose joy today. And then choosing joy, I, I want to, to talk to you today about your hope and your expectation. That there was a movie <clears throat> I watched years ago in the 90s that was called A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And just as there is a thin line 
between love and hate. There is a thin line between hope and expectation. And oftentimes we walk that thin line and don't we struggle with understanding why things happen or why we are struggling or dealing with different things in our lives because we are caught in between that gray space between expectation and between hope that thin line between between hope and expectation because if we could give a definition this morning about both what is hope what is expectation let's let's begin um with expectation we as human beings you and i as human beings we often you often have the tendency to expect the worst when we don't know what the outcome is when we and when you can't figure out how to get to the outcome that you want you have the tendency to expect the worst prime example um, you go to the doctor and the doctor say to you we need to run more tests because something we saw in the MRI something we saw and the other tests we did was something that was different it wasn't what was practical um, should have been seen during this type of examination. So immediately, your expectation goes to the worst. You get that 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning phone call. And without hesitation, you jump up in the middle of the night. And you are expecting on the other end to hear something that is not so pleasant. You get the phone call when your child is at school. You are automatically expecting something to be wrong on the other end. You're driving down the street and you hear a loud noise. You are expecting something to be wrong with the vehicle. So we have this tendency to automatically go to the worst or to expect the worst. Even there's a slogan in life that says, Hope for the best, but expect the worst. And so we, we, we toil and we go through our life with trying to juggle or trying to bring balance to our expectation. Now, when we look at hope, a definition of hope on the other end, hope um, or having hope means then that I'm not more concerned about the outcome. I'm more into trusting the process hear that fresh in the new that i don't know how i'm going to get to where i'm going but i'm trusting the process because having expectation means that i'm trusting the results that i'm going to get when i show back up to the doctor office having hope me i'm trusting the process that i'm going through the test i'm going through the examination and I'm hoping for better. And I hope you can see the difference between that. That having hope means that the future is uncertain. That I don't know what the future is, but I know who holds the future. That's hope. Having an expectation means that I have predetermined the future. That I'm expecting an exact future.
So then a better way to say that this morning to you is that you having hope is something that you are desiring. While on the other end, when you have expectation, it is something that you are anticipating. And anticipation can make one nervous. Anticipation can cause one to to block out everything else that is around you. Hope, on the other hand, is is so much different. Because um, while expectation assumes that something will actually happen this way, whether it is false or whether it is, is true, hope, on the other end, wish for something to happen. And so then when we look at expectation, expectation tells us to block out what's really going on in our lives, to block out reality and to focus on what we really want, regardless of what is going on around us. So then uh, it's safe to say then expectation leaves us fixated. It leaves us fixed. It leaves us frozen. It leaves us stagnant and that we're not flexible. We become inflexible when we're just driven by expectation. We become inflexible. We become rigid and then we're unable to give or bend or to change at all. In other words, expectation limits you. It limits you to this. It limits you to your previous experience. So now because you're in the relationship, you can't hope for better because you are expecting the same results. Uh, what, 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 do I, what do I really mean when I say that to you this morning? I, let me give you some things that, that are unhealthy um, expectation. The first unhealthy expectation that many of us walk around with on a daily basis is that life is fair. Think about that for a moment. We assume that life should be fair. And if um, if I told you that this morning, um, it's not narcissistic, it's not pessimistic, but the reality is life is not fair. Because we subconsciously walk around through life expecting everything to be fair. But the reality is you getting here to this earth wasn't fair. The odds were against you just in the birthing process, but you made it here. So life itself isn't fair. And, and, and the big thing is that, that people often expect opportunity just to fall into their laps. No, no, opportunity just does, doesn't fall into your lap. Life is, 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 is filled with opportunities. But you won't encounter the opportunities if you're not moving. To stay stagnant with expectation that great things are going to happen to me and I don't have to do anything is, is unhealthy expectation. It's unrealistic expectation. And so we'll, we'll walk through life with all these unrealistic expectations. Another unrealistic expectation that we have is that everybody's going to like you. When you go into this office this morning, that's why I said you need to choose joy. Understand, when you walk into the room, chances are not everybody in the room like you. Now, if you understand that, then you can go ahead with your life. Whatever room you walk into, understand that there will never be 100% of the people in the room that like you. And I know you're saying to yourself, then why did they show up? 
Why did they show up if everybody in the room does not like me? I want you to ponder the same this same question then. Why did Satan show up when God was having a meeting? You you always will have opposition in life. And even though you have fans that will show up, that doesn't mean they will always support you. Many of us have what is called constituents and we have unrealistic expectations. We assume people are comrades or excuse me, we assume that they are confidants. But in reality, they may just be comrades or they may be our constituents because our constituents are for us as long as we're giving them what they want. Comrades are with us as long as we are we are against the same thing. But 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 people who are confidants, they're with us, whether it's good or bad. So you have to realize that in life, everyone is not your confidant. So unrealistic expectation. And I'll say this and we'll move on. Um, one of the big unrealistic expectations that we often have is that we can change him or change her. And you can see the power of, of unrealistic expectation when we have the tendency to believe that we can change a person. That we put in all this amount of effort and we try to change people based off what we expect. So we have to let go of this unrealistic um, fixation on expectations. On the other hand, when we look at hope and we consider hope hope amidst the reality hope walks into the room and say i know all of y'all don't like me i know all of y'all don't support me and although we may be a part of the same organization and although we may be a part of the same system i understand that everybody in the system don't like me don't support me don't believe in me, but I can move ahead because I'm hoping for better. I'm not hoping that you like me. I'm hoping that I'm able to go ahead and move forward with what I have been assigned to do. Let that sink in for to your spirit for a moment because hope allows you to grow. Expectation causes you to be stagnant. Hope makes you fluid and flexible and dynamic, that you're able to move with the times and the changes, that you're able to move in and out and go all through because you understand that which you are hoping for is not built on what you expect from other people. I hope other people will support, but I'm not driven. My assignment is not driven based off their supporting or not. My assignment is driven off my hope. Because hope then allows me to grow. It, it, it gives me room to change. That my hope is not limited by previous experiences. See, expectation can limit you about what you previously endured, what you previously went through. But hope says, I'm not limited by what happened back there. Hope says, I'm still moving forward. And we can hope for more than what we can know. I can't expect for more than what I know. I can hope for what more than I know. Because when, when, when I hope for something, I'm hoping for something better. And so in my imagination and in, in your dreams, and, and, and um, they are influencing in your life what you are hoping for. Since hope omits, then I'm, I don't control what is going on. Uh, is is easy not to get frustrated when things don't happen according to what I hope for. 
because uh, hope deferred does not kill the soul. It does not. It does not make the soul um, obsolete. Um, we it, hope hope deferred makes us adjust. We have to adjust and we have to always keep hoping for better because hope helps me keep on dealing with the issues in my own life. On the other end, however, that thin line between hope and expectation, expectation does not allow me to accept what I don't want. Hear that again. I don't want them not to support you, but you got to understand that you got to accept the fact in life, everybody's not going to support you. And if you hold on to this false expectation and this false belief that others will do for you and support for you and be with you, you're operating in an unrealistic expectation and unrealistic relationships. And, and, and many of our lives will be so much better. If we try to operate from a posture of hope, Instead of a posture of expectation, I'm going to say more um, uh, as we move to, to, to the end of our time together. Because uh, when someone does not live up to your hopes, you can keep on hoping for them to become better. When they don't live up to your expectation, you become disappointed. Think about that for a moment. When they don't live up to your hope, you can keep hoping that, oh, my child is going to get better. Uh, my, my friend is going to get better. My family members are going to get better. I hope they make it through this rough moment in their lives. But when you have expectation that they should be, and then when they don't meet their expectation, you become disappointed all over again. So then I can adjust my hope based on what I've learned about the situation. And matter of fact, I can even, I can even release my hope and realize sometimes that my hope it itself could be unrealistic. That I'm hoping for something that's not even even attainable. But 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 what I can do is 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 because that's there is the thing is called false, false hope. That I can have false hope. That I'm hoping for something that's based off of unrealistic reality. That I'm hoping for something um, that I have no control over. Or I'm hoping for something uh, that that there's no such thing as as it actually ever happened. Um, for instance, I can't hope to get taller when I stop growing. Now I can get wider, <laughs> but I can't hope to get taller when I get to a certain point in my life. But I can go wider. Um, so there's unrealistic things. Uh, and so then when we look at hope and expectation. Hope focuses more on a positive outcome where expectation puts us in a stagnant position, whether we're going to be disappointed or whether we're going to celebrate um, what occurs. Because life is bigger than just celebratory moments. Life's about this journey that we're on. And when we look at scripture, scripture gives us what hope really looks like. We're talking about this thin line between hope and expectation. Hope, according to scripture, is a strong and confident expectation. Now, there's a difference between just natural expectation. Hope in scripture, the Bible says, now, faith is confidence and what we hope for. Not expectation is confidence and what we hope for is a strong and confident expectation of what I'm hoping for and it is assurance about what I do not see so then if I'm hoping for what I do not see then that's strong confidence not in hope in itself but hope in the one in whom I'm hoping in for without faith 
it is impossible to please God. Without faith, not expectation, without faith. What, what is the faith having hope and having confidence and he who I am expecting to bring me to this place or to that point in life where I am hoping to be. The Bible talks to us about putting our hope in the Lord, that we ought to put our hope in the Lord, that we ought to. And, and, and the term that I'm using, hope and expectation, I think it's important that that we understand that the terms and the concepts about hope and expectation, uh, they come across um, as vague concepts. And when we look at it, it sounds vague when we talk about faith and, 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 and hope and and. and and expectation is it sounds like they're they're very vague uh concepts uh, and although it may seem vague concept because hope expectation faith these are spiritual concepts they're not tangible i can't see your hope because when i attain what i've been hoping for it no longer becomes hope again it becomes something tangible uh, I can't see your expectation. I can determine off your behavior if you're expecting something, but I can't see your expectation. I can't see in your spirit what you are expecting, but I can observe by your behavior what you are expecting or what you're hoping for. Are you listening? That I can observe based off how you are acting, how you're behaving, what your real expectations are, what your real hopes are in life. And if we come to the place in our lives where we realize whatever we're hoping for, whatever we are trusting the process in, then that is the moments of life where we are actually growing because hope is a process. And since I'm hoping, hoping is taking me through the process for me to become a high expression of myself. But when I'm expecting, uh, expectation can mean I'm sitting back and waiting for life to happen to me instead of allowing me to go through the process. And so this morning, as we consider the thin line between hope and expectation, there is a, a scripture at Proverbs that says the hope of the righteous brings joy i hope you got joy this morning but the expectation of the wicked will perish so then righteous people have hope and the, the what the, the wicked expect is not going going to happen or occur occur to occur to those who are considered to be righteous now what makes us righteous it's our simple belief in jesus christ death life and resurrection um it's, it's our simple belief in the removal of our sin not because we're so righteous but because he is so righteous um so when we look at expectation and we look at hope and we compare the fruit of both of them the fruit of hope says to us according to proverbs that there's joy uh, um, the fruit of expectation, according to Proverbs, is simply point out to us that we um, can be let down. The expectation can let you down, but hope never lets you down. Hope just allows you to be fluid and to adjust to the moment, to adjust to the situation. So today, as you go around throughout life, you exp when you get on the road, you don't you you are hoping that someone else is driving correctly and, and, and appropriately. And, and and when you expect 
everybody to be driving the speed limit, then you become disappointed when someone does not drive the speed limit and they end up running into you because they ran the stop sign, they ran the stop light because of unrealistic expectation. When you go out there, you are hoping that people will do what is right. Yeah, you can. It's the expectation is almost a sense of entitlement that you feel entitled to things in life that I, I have the entitlement to have this. I have the right to have what my expectation are. So we breathe some type of contempt when you feel like you are entitled to things in life. Hope, on the other hand, say, listen, I realize that I'm not entitled to what happens to me, but I'm hoping for better. I'm wishing for better. I desire better. And the Bible says God is moved by that type of faith. That we live in a generation that we put demands on God because we have certain expectation and we think God has to arrive to our expectation. And the reality is God is moved by our humility and moved by the hope that we have and that which we are desiring and that which we have faith to believe. So this morning, Ask yourself, what are you desiring? What do you have faith to believe? Because there's a thin line between hope and expectation. And I want to make sure that if we're going to walk this journey, that we find ourselves operating from the posture of hope and not getting caught up in a stagnant expectation. Hope allows us to be fluid in our decisions, fluid in that which we, um, the journey, we're trusting the process of the journey. Expectation makes us stay inflexible and dormant. It doesn't allow us to move. This morning, let's move. Let's move by the greatest hope that we can have. And that hope is understanding that Jesus has given us the opportunity to walk around in life with great expectation. The Bible says, and Isaiah 40, verse 31, but those who hope in the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That's what the scripture says to us. Even David writes in Psalms 42, verse 11. Why, my soul, are you downcast? That's about expectation. Why so disturb within me? But your hope, we're talking about hope now, that strong and confident expectation in God. For I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Let's operate from a posture of hope. For in hope we have been saved. But hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one also hope for what one sees or what he sees? But if we hope, if we have this strong confidence of expectation in God for what we do not see with perseverance, persistent determination, um, resolution, tenacity, purpose, we wait eagerly for it. Hope allows us to adjust. I hope today that you adjust to whatever happens to you. For again, this is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you for listening to the Max Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Ignite. Be sure to visit ignite.club. That's I-G-N-Y-T-E dot C-L-U-B to join the conversation 
and access additional content that will take you to the max.